I'm Stephanie Detlefs, writer and book coach, and this is the Hello Writers Podcast. Together we'll discover inspiration, motivation, and practical tools to take into your writing life right now. Welcome. Hello writers. Today we're going to take a look at the various elements that make up a productive and effective writing practice. Now you might think, well, I just have to write, don't I? And yes, of course, that should be the largest percentage of the time overall. But if we really break it down, there are a few other activities that help you grow as a writer and help strengthen your work in progress. I want to say up front that the list of activities I'm about to share with you may sound a bit daunting. For someone who only has a limited amount of time to dedicate to writing, it might even sound discouraging, and I don't want that. So I want you to take a deep breath and know that A, these things do not need to be done every day, and B, you're probably doing most of them already. When we talk about a quote-unquote writing practice, what we're talking about is the intentional habit of writing and learning and developing your craft. Writing is not something that can ever be mastered. There's always something more to learn or something new to try. If we think of our writing life as a practice rather than a destination, we are able to relax into the moment rather than rushing to get there or worrying that we're not doing it right. As an aside, I feel like this is my life's work to figure out how to keep this perspective in all areas of my life rather than being in a hurry to arrive at a certain milestone or experience or to get things exactly right. So I'm going to break down the different elements of an effective writing practice into two parts, the essential elements and the bonus elements. Now, make no mistake, leaving the bonus elements completely out of your life will negatively impact your growth as a writer. But I want to allow you to find where they fit in your life and not dictate to you how much or when you should do them. All right, so let's jump in. The essential elements of a writing practice, the non-negotiables, are these. Writing forward or producing new work. Revision. Sharing your writing with others. And intentional thinking about your story away from the computer. So let's take a look quickly at these one at a time. Writing forward or producing new work is pretty straightforward. If you aren't doing this, you aren't writing. And I don't think I need to say much more about that. Revision is something that should be done throughout the various stages of your project, from the idea and planning stage through to the days before you are ready to submit. I talked about this in the last episode, number 34, and I'll put a link to it in the show notes. Sharing your work with others is an essential because writing is a conversation. It's communication. Without someone on the receiving side, there is no conversation. Whether we're talking about asking for feedback or simply sharing it with a loved one because you want to, sharing your writing with others strengthens your spine and gives you the confidence to do it when the stakes are higher, like when you're asking for feedback or you're asking somebody to accept it for publication. These two reasons, communication and confidence, are why I believe this should be an essential part of your writing practice. The final essential is thinking intentionally about your story when you're away from the work itself. 
whether you're driving or in the shower or on a walk, spend a few minutes losing yourself in the story. You never know what ideas will arrive when you aren't trying to force them onto the page. You may also find new clarity around a question you've been grappling with. Plus, it's kind of fun. So those are the essentials. Now let's dive into the other elements of an effective writing practice. This work can be built in however and whenever you have the time. And like I said before, chances are good that you are already doing some or even all of them. The first element that's a bonus is studying the craft. At first glance, you might think I'm talking about reading a writing craft book, and certainly that is one way. Other ways include taking a class or listening to an author interview. My recommendation to all of my clients is that they choose one topic for study at a time. This can be tricky since there is so much good stuff out there to learn from, and frankly, some not so good stuff. But choosing one topic, say developing strong characters, allows you to zero in on understanding and applying what you've learned right away. That's the best way to fully comprehend something you've learned. The second bonus element is studying one or more mentor texts. I talked about mentor texts in detail back in episode number 27, How to Read Like a Writer. I'll put that link in the show notes as well. To briefly explain, a mentor text is a book or whatever form that you are writing that is similar in genre, structure, and possibly topic to yours. You're looking for the different moves that the writer made, studying how they were able to engage the reader effectively. This kind of reading isn't reading for fun. This is breaking apart the engine and looking at how it was put together. The final element I want to talk about today is craft practice. This happens, of course, when we are writing forward, but it also is something that can happen in isolation alongside your work in progress. Sometimes this can happen in tandem with studying craft if the book or the class provides activities or prompts, which many of them do. But you can also do it on your own based on what you want to improve. Let's say you want to improve your ability to to describe settings or scenery. You can take a notebook and sit anywhere, even your kitchen table, and describe what you see in as much detail as possible. Doing this activity several times can't help but strengthen your descriptive muscles, and it's pretty simple. I want to touch on one more thing that comes up when we talk about a writing life and a writing practice, which is journaling. Many writers journal, and many people who don't call themselves writers journal. Some writers don't journal. Journaling can take many forms that I'm not going to take the time to describe here, but I usually think of journaling as being more about self-development and exploration than a writing practice per se. That said, you may choose to use journaling to explore your thinking about your story, and that is completely appropriate and valuable. If you do this, find a way to build it into your writing practice, but don't let it substitute itself for writing forward on work that you eventually want to share with others, because journals are usually not that. Are you having some trouble designing a writing practice that works for you, that you're able to maintain with consistency? I have two ways that I can help, and I hope that you'll pick the one that sounds like the best fit. 
If it's a small or singular issue, I recommend booking an Unstick Your Story consultation with me. With one survey and one call, we'll come up with a workable solution and a backup plan to help you get your project moving forward. If it's a larger issue of accountability and time management, I have a four-week one-on-one offer where I'll dig into your schedule, your mindset, and your goals with you to create a plan that will work in the long term. You can learn more about both of these and my other services and book the one that works best for you by visiting hellowriters.net slash services. Writers, it's important to recognize that there are as many different writing practices as there are writers. We all do the best we can with the limitations and opportunities given to us by our daily lives and responsibilities. It's important that rather than worrying about doing a writing practice the right way, that you find what works best for you and incorporate these elements we've talked about today in a way that makes sense in your life. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the Hello Writers podcast. I hope you found today's episode meaningful for your writing life. I also hope that you'll subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode. To learn more, visit hellowriters.net.